0: It feels like I've had to learn a lesson all over again. That the whole and sole point of marketing is to get the phone to ring.
1: Welcome to Rock of Remodeling, a podcast presented by Pro Remodeler Media, where the best and brightest stars in home improvement share actionable insights with like-minded industry standouts like you. I'm your host, Drew Barto. I spent 13 years as the director of marketing for a replacement window and door company in Pittsburgh, where I learned a lot from some of the great minds in the home improvement industry. I aim to bring many of those voices to you on this show to help you gain more leads, close more sales, and boost your bottom line. Let's rock. Thank you to everyone for tuning in. I can't tell you how excited I am to introduce today's guest. I've had the pleasure of knowing her for more than a decade. She's always been an open book and a valuable marketing resource for me throughout my career. And she's never been afraid to try new things other contractors might not even consider. She's quirky, she's creative, she's co-owner and marketing manager of Opal Enterprises Windows and Siding in Chicago. She's Tara Dawn. Tara, welcome to Rockstars of Remodeling.
0: Thank you, Drew. It's so wonderful to, to be here with you.
1: Let's talk about, you know, you. What's what's your background, Tara? And also what do you do at Opal Enterprises?
0: We are an exterior remodeler in the Chicagoland market. Um, We've expanded to two locations, certainly had thoughts that we would expand to more locations before the pandemic. But as it stands now, we do windows, siding, and doors. We have been in business for 19 years. Our situation is, a, is slightly unique. We do have a couple owners within the business, me being one of them. Um, but I do live in Colorado while the business is in Chicago.
1: I can't imagine running a business from several states away and trying to do it, but you have processes in place. That's what everybody talks about in this industry. If you have processes in place, you hire people you trust to run the show, you can do things to help grow the business. And that sounds like what you're doing. Before we get to 2023, uh, let's set the stage. How has business been for you over the last couple of years since the pandemic hit?
0: It has been a wild fluctuation where we have completely survived happily, but we've had to work extremely hard for it in the the Chicago land market. I know that other contractors were experiencing a boom. Maybe they got to pull back on marketing, but... Chicagoland is such a politically stressed out metropolis that you know when governments were calling for shutdowns homeowners were listening and they weren't allowing people into their homes in 2020 when the pandemic was hitting we were we were confident we were strong we had a, a strong marketing plan a heavy marketing spend and we just stayed the course in 2021, we did the same. We actually increased our spending. We just really followed that thought process. Like um, we want to be f- front and foremost. Um, we wanted to kind of beat our beat out our competition. Maybe this was going to be an opportunity for our com- some of our competitors to, you know, maybe go out of business. Strong marketing plan in 2020, 2021. 2022, we decided to be a little bit more timid. And we tested down our marketing quite a bit this year. Our average lead cost this year was higher, higher than I've seen it in the past four years. But our cost per appointment went significantly down. We're still going to hit our sales goal, which is uh, you know five million this year. We're still going to hit it.
1: So your average, uh, you're closing more, or you're closing at a higher dollar value right is that we seem to be closing at
0: a higher yeah we have a great sales team but we had the same sales team that we did in 2020 and 2021 i think maybe with inflation being on everyone's minds the consumers that were reaching out to us were just that much more serious and that much more qualified. So in 2023, we are going to raise our marketing budget back up to what it was in 2019 and 2020.
1: So what are you seeing on the digital side? Because I've talked to a few people recently and in this home improvement space, they're mentioning that they're not really meeting their digital ad budgets. And when I was leaving Energy Swing, let's say our budget was $5,000. We were only giving charge 3000 because the intent wasn't there the search wasn't the volume wasn't there that's not to say don't do digital you have to be there that's just to say some of the intent was going down so so what are you seeing on the digital side of things
0: when i started with the new ppc company in august of this year a couple things i wanted to you know give a foundational good start i didn't want to limit them in any way and so i gave them a higher than normal budget than i Normally would really high Drew. So we're we're working with about forty thousand a month, and they are not reaching that. So the search volume isn't quite there, but we are making some predictions that in March, April, May of next year, we will absolutely be there.
1: I know you've talked about with me offline about returning to some of the more traditional types of advertising next year, and I think there's going to be a battle for leads. Uh, next year in all markets, uh, not just Chicago, but everywhere from what I'm hearing. And so can you give us some examples of some of those more traditional forms of advertising that you're going to implement in 2023 and, and why you think they'll work?
0: Okay. So yes, we are going to get back into traditional marketing like direct mail, both in coupon mailers and in standalone mailers. We've always done a good job of uh, mailing the radius of job sites, that's always been the mainstay. I have gone in and out of coupon mailers and in and out of direct mailers, mostly because my management team has viewed it as a waste of money. When it's not, it's something that has to consistently be on top of mind in people's mailboxes, wherever they're consuming their information. But the biggest difference for our company is not just the mediums. We are going to get back to remembering that we need to be a highly promotional company, having those offers, having those too good to be true deals, having those bold call to actions with strong expiration dates and promotional offers that rotate often, we will increase that in 2023. I don't think that we're going to stop our digital marketing at all. We're just going to get back into the the traditional mailers.
1: Yeah, I think the digital leads will be there. Even if they remain flat, there are other leads to get. There are other people finding other ways to to see To search for companies and to find you. And so I think more people are going to be in that arena, kind of battling it out for those leads offline. But you brought up a good point there about your marketing kind of switching back to more promotional. What were your ads more like? Were they more like a branding type of thing? And can you talk about your thoughts on branding and marketing and how they they work together?
0: So, as marketers of our company, we know that we're supposed to differentiate our companies. And how do you do that? Right. So, I thought that I was differentiating us by not having those cheesy promotional offers and just having good solid benefits and features that the consumer should and does actually want from their contractor. I do believe that I was branding more than marketing in the past, meaning I was promoting our mission statement which is have a wonderful remodeling experience. That was kind of my call to action. And forgetting that that's a, you know, a benefit, but not a reason why to call. It it feels like I've had to learn a lesson all over again, that the whole and sole point of marketing is to get the phone to ring. We never had, you know, buy one, get one's offer or huge dollar amounts off or huge percentages off. We had minimal offers that were real, but. In learning how to be a more promotional company, more enticing, trying to reach those homeowners who, yes, are they know they're in the market for exterior remodeling, but also enticing those people who did not actually see themselves ready to buy windows, siding or doors. Like if you don't act now, you're really going to miss out on this deal. So even if you weren't thinking about it, maybe you should be thinking about it because here's our offer and it's like too good to be true.
1: No, it's a great point. I think I think if you do that type of promotional marketing well and you do it consistently and you reach people frequently, that's, we talk about frequency, right? When you reach people a lot with the same message, even with the promotional items, you still do brand yourself because you can still talk about, you know, your taglines on there and who you are on some bullet points and how you do business differently. So I think good marketing pieces that are direct response marketing pieces still brand your business. Would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's almost like for me, I had to learn to reverse it because my, you know, the the benefits were the, the main um, headline and then, oh, by the way, we have these sales. So I'm going to reverse it and like put our sales promotions in your face. And then yes, still have those reasons why we're different, how we do business and why you should choose us.
1: That's a great point. So I, I switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about social marketing for you. What's your approach to social media? And what, what do you see? How do you see that being a part of your marketing mix in 2023?
0: What I c- consistently see are before and after photos or beauty shots. So I was positioning our social media as what does a live job, job site look like? What do the people look like? What are the crews you know, in action look like? What does the remodeling process look like? So that's primarily what our Instagram and Facebook is doing. Once you bring in a consumer and set the appointment, once you're able to like through your marketing, entice them to pick up the phone and give you a call, now they're a little bit engaged and they're anticipating you know, the salesperson coming out to the home, This is that time period that I feel like the homeowner is like, okay, let me check out this company before, you know, salesperson gets here. So that's where your social media can represent that you're current, you're relevant, your last post wasn't three months ago, that you're just staying active and relevant. And I think that people use social media as a buy-in as they're making their decision, as they're further on the buying funnel. I have never properly been able to use Facebook advertising in a way where I could prove results. So I, cause I've always done it myself. I was like, this is easy. You just set up your, you know, you, you follow the steps, you set up the campaign, you follow what, you know, these ad pl- platforms give you this year. I am hiring a professional to do my Facebook advertising and why there are results now, probably because when you're in your company you tend to take that branding approach look at what we can do look at who we are look how great we look instead of remembering that you're supposed to be pushing the offers catch their attention get them to you know fill out a form or make a phone call for me being inside the company i really feel like i mixed up branding versus marketing very very much so on our social media so be taking a different approach to that next year as well.
1: So I think the point, the overarching point of all of that this is that whether it's social media, direct mail, or any other sort of advertising, you gotta promote yourself, you gotta have the offer. You have to have a call to action. You have to tell consumers what to do next. And I think it's a little bit different when you go from marketing to sales. You can go into sales and not necessarily be super pushy, right? And and, right. and turn people off and have there, a balance. But- Yes, but in marketing, you you've got to be out there and, and in front of people, bold, loud, right? Bold, that's
0: loud, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so before we wrap this up, I want to get your take on something that you think you're going to do in 2023 that's new or unique or that other people aren't doing, or at least it's new to you that you're confident is going to to work for you and could work for others.
0: Something that I think we're doing that others aren't doing, and I don't know where it lies in in the marketing world. I, I feel like it it's marketing for customer happiness and that's the brand ambassador that I send out to every single job and it to the homeowner it looks like we're you know we're asking questions we're caring um you know we 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 want information from them but really what I'm doing is I'm soft marketing I'm planting those seeds for the review I'm planting the seeds for the referral I'm planting those seeds for telling your neighbors it really needs to be a dedicated person and The only role this person has is to visit live job sites. We give every single homeowner that we meet with a bottle of wine um, and just show them that appreciation. So that brand ambassador, just really representing the brand of your company and enforcing why they purchased from you in the first place. And like I said, planting those seeds for referrals and reviews and, you know, even repeat business down the line.
1: I love that idea of the concept of the brand ambassador and the personal delivery. I mean, I know if you brought me a bottle of wine, I would tell all my friends that you brought me a bottle of wine and that starts the conversation, helps your referability, right?
0: yeah, and your brand ambassador can ask different questions than your project manager is going to. if your sales rep visits the job, you know, they've got different questions. The brand ambassador really is remembering that it's about them, not about us and um having that specific dialogue to make sure that the homeowner is telling us that they're happy. because when you're saying, you know, how are things going? What do you like about the project so far? Get the homeowner to talk. And then you start asking questions like, What could we have done better? You're getting the homeowner to verbalize, hmm, there's really nothing you guys could have done better. I'm very happy.
1: Well, Tara, I think that's a great nugget to end the episode with. I think for all you small to medium-sized businesses out there listening, a brand ambassador ambassador is a great way to improve your customer satisfaction and referability. So Tara, thank you for joining me today. I wish you all the continued success at Opal Enterprises. And and, uh, I'm, I'm amazed by all that you do uh, you know, in your business and, and outside of it.
0: Thank you, Drew. And good luck to all of us in 2023. We'll, we'll all need it.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Tara. Thank you for listening to Stars of Remodeling. As promised, there were some amazing takeaways you can use to build a better business for yourself, your employees, and your customers. If you've got an idea for a future episode, I'd love to hear from you. Send me topics you want us to cover on the show or names of guests our audience needs to hear from. Until next time, rock on.